everybody. This is Tiffany. What's up, everybody? This is Ariel. And we are now on episode 15. We're so long. <laughs> hey, are we going to do that forever? Are yep. we going to introduce? Like, we're going to be on episode 375? Yeah, but maybe by then, because the other podcasts I see when they get hired, they have, like, engineers and stuff. So we'll call out, like, hey, what episode are we on? Because we're, we're so advanced now. <laughs> we don't know. We're talking to some, hey, Steve, what number is this? <laughs> I just Ooh. named him Steve. 242. Okay, we're on 242, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys buy our shirts yet? We got new mugs up. Speaking into existence, yeah. baby. Speaking into existence. That's how you manifest things. All that. Every bit of it. So, I think it's known most of the people who follow us know us. For those who don't, we live in Chicago. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> it's been rough being a resident. <laughs> Mother Nature I, did not come to play with us this winter. Okay? Girl, this ain't nobody got time for them. This is too much. She was like, y'all want winter, huh? <laughs> winter, eh? Eh. And I said, no, 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 no sir. No, no. So, I don't want it. Like, other cities, and I I know why, like, Atlanta and other places, like, if it just says a chance of, of snow, the whole city shuts down. And I get it, because they're not equipped to even deal with that. Whatever. Bunch but of punks. We don't. It don't work like that. So if Chicago is shutting down, it's pretty serious. Like it's not a game. How low was the temperature? It was like negative fifty. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a no for me for that to ever be a thing. Why? Yeah. So it was like don't it press go ne- on life right Antarctica now. Antarctica was warmer than Chicago for them two days. Like that's the. I'm not make Google it. <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm not making it up. Polar bears were like, fam, buy me a ticket. (laughs) (laughs) It's lit up. It's lit in Chicago. (laughs) Let's go to the lakefront. (laughs) They was like, what? Home sweet home. And like the hmm. days before, like the week before the weather was trash and we started getting this super heavy, inconsistent snow. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, next level, (laughs) it's freezing everything. Like, Oh, okay. So I know, like, they were indifferent, didn't know if schools... I I, I didn't understand why that was a question. They didn't know if schools were going to close and what was going to happen. Because there are kids who walk to school and there's kids who take the bus. What y'all going to do with the kids that walk to school, huh? Y'all, what about you gonna do? About Billy these just kids? gotta make it. <laughs> Billy gotta figure it out. It's kids on the on the bus stop waiting for the bus to show up. It's negative. Four, they said outside for seven to ten minutes. Yep. You start to get frostbite on yep. your toes and your fingers. Yep. What are we on. talking about, Chicago? <laughs> right. What is the conversation? Who in the office is saying? That, Let's see. That, that, <laughs> that doesn't have a pen to sign the paper. Sign it. <laughs> it's done. It's official. It's, we can't do this via text because right. I feel like this should be a text, but like. Nah, we you know good. what was the great, the greatest part? Um, that we're so advanced in technology now. I saw all the memes like these kids will never understand having to wake up and look at the TV to see. Absolutely, like, remember you had to watch every school in the scroll in the city and the regions. Like we just got through with the North suburbs <laughs> and now. Okay, and you're looking like we just did Inglewood. Okay, now we in Chatham. Oh. Right? <laughs> Oh, when, when are you coming this way? When are you going to get to where I'm at? Huh? When? And you just sitting there and your mama like, I ain't seen your school. Go get ready. I, I, I still ironed your uniform. It's a no for me until it's a no. Okay. And I'm like, Ma, you Listen, serious? 
What is happening right I now? I would get up early on those days. Like, I would get up early and sit there with her like, let's just see. I never wanted to watch the news like those days. You <laughs> <But, laughs> said never. So, I don't know, but I enjoyed it. Did you enjoy your time on the inside? I definitely did, because my job was like, you coming in, and I was like, I'm good, love, enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, Uh -uh. it's a strong no thank you for me. Like, nah, the kids not. Let me tell you something, and I told everybody this. I said, listen, if my car starts and I get to work, but once I get to work, my car don't start, <laughs> and I'm stuck at work, we're going to have a problem. Yeah. If my car don't start, I want it to not start in my garage. I don't want it to <laughs> not start at work. Right. Because I have a whole garage. My car is in there cozy and warm, right? Mm-hmm. And then you want me to take it to negative 47 degrees at my job? For Listen, what I know about my job is if I don't show up, they're going to find somebody to replace me. <laughs> Go on, do it then. <laughs> Keep Go that. With your Keep that energy. Go on and replace me, because today... Not going to be able to do it. I caught up on a lot of Netflix shows. Um, I got, I wrote down things. I felt, I felt really good. Like, I enjoyed that time of not having to get up. And, I cooked a lot. Yeah, like, I had food on there. I was like, this is great. I feel no inconvenience. At all. Listen, <laughs> none of it. Thank you for this sit down. I had to make sure that I kept my, my water running a little bit so mm-hmm. my pipes didn't freeze. Right. It was, hey, people who don't live here don't mm. know nothing about this struggle. Like, let me tell y'all, when the world starts to get a little shaky, we gonna survive. Y'all gonna be nervous, Listen, but we gonna survive. My sister's apartment burst. Like, she had a whole pipe burst on her all through her building. Like, it's really terrible oh like, my god the water flooded uh-huh all through they were just like hey take that y'all y'all, <laughs> y'all, y'all said take that y'all think this is normal you think we the pipes like you think we supposed to deal with this but, but we're what? on strike <laughs> and strike for us means no <laughs> i said no <laughs> it was that was bad for a lot of people girl and i was just like oh i'm unable now what happened that was super productive in those days all January, I was struggling with anxiety in mm-hmm. all new levels. Like, when I said <laughs> on the last episode that Mario Kart, man, these thoughts have just been flooding. And it'll be 11 p.m. and I just want to take over the world. And I'm like, simmer down now. Simmer, <laughs> simmer, simmer, simmer down now, child. You said I want to take over the world. Just put a pin in it and wake up in a couple hours and take it. We'll come back to that. Come back to it. And then my... And I'm like, no, no, I can do it. Diddy, Diddy said sleep is for the week. I got it. Diddy's definitely sleep right now while he's making his money. On a yacht. <laughs> with no shirt on and the wind blowing. Because I seen a video when he was out there getting it. You know what I'm talking about? He was sitting there with that silk robe on. And you, I can just tell you, Diddy got me wanting to live my best life he all does. the time. But I was able to tackle and I've been doing a lot better. I try to sometimes organize my thoughts before getting them out. And because sometimes they just come in a rush, I I have a journal. Like, we talked about the journal. I just started writing it all as it came. Like, what bill was due after what 
I needed to post after what I need to go to the store and get it. It's like all on one page. And mm-hmm. then I come back and then start tackling through it mm-hmm. because trying to like Do make the too. separate grocery list yeah. and then the list of the bills, it wasn't working that way. And I was getting really stressed out. Like, well, now we're on day five and nothing's happened. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to fix it. So what about, we going to do about this? And my insides are like, ah! <laughs> what's happening? Yeah. But we're doing better with that. I did, uh, so yeah, if you don't listen to our podcast, on previous podcasts, I'll let y'all know that Sundays are my spa days. Hey. And I literally wash my hair, deep condition, do a mask for my, fa- my face. I put, um, uh, Epsom salt from, what is it called? The, the pink epsom salt with oh, the, the eucalyptus Himala- the himalayan salt mm-hmm. i soak in the tub and watch a movie and burn a candle i just treat myself real good hey. on sundays and what i've included is this rice water and um this girl braids is popping yeah okay? she got her hair luxurious do you hear me <laughs> okay so anybody who wants to try this rice water challenge i suggest that you do it because it's talking about something. Now, I don't know about you, but my hair came out strong. My breakage ain't the same. Yeah. They talking about something. So well, right now, my hair, I have, um, it's not mine. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to stop recording right now. <laughs> it's not mine. I have, um, I don't, oh, Marley Twist. That's what this style's called. They're called um, Marley Twist, I think. And so when I'm done with this, I'm going to get back in my bag of detangling and taking care and I'm gonna try it then when once these come out. Mm-hmm. Um Are we supposed to go to the show tomorrow? Yes, we're we got a date. We got a date. Hey. <laughs> I told her I'm gonna take some clothes to work with me so mm. I can get pretty for her. Hey. Make it real special. Right. We have a date. We are going to see the Taraji movie. The what I don't even know what's called what men what men think or something? Yeah. It's the movie where she reads men's thoughts. It's the um, black female lead version of the movie from, I think, the 90s, 2000s, um, What Women Want. And he walked around and he knew oh, all the women's thoughts. Yeah. I remember it's, that, too. It's that version of it. Right. But besides that, but it's the version of that movie and... I'm excited. It's like a lot of cameos I saw pop up in it. And I haven't been in the movies in a while. And I definitely, I don't even know the last, I don't go see movies at the theater so much now with everything accessible and streaming that when I do, um, yeah, I've been pretty pleased. I know the last couple of times I went, I know I've seen something since the movie, the last movie with Taraji about the women going to space um i can't think of that movie right now oh when they worked for nasa yeah they didn't go to space but right, they right. worked for nasa yeah i know what you're talking about i've seen something else oh the kids i took the kid the kids i took my kids to the movies okay see. we're not gonna talk about when we take our kids to the movies this is oh. adult see because that's what happens mm. you get wrapped up <laughs> and you don't have your own mm. and then you're like oh i saw spider-man i'm like we're not going to discuss that Mm. (laughs) that's not on the list okay well then i don't know before that (laughs) it's okay (laughs) what i've seen but i'm excited i'm i'm excited i saw taraji's last movie when she was crazy and she was trying to uh 
kill her husband and his new wife because... Oh, I wanted to see that. I didn't see that. Though. It was actually really good. Mm. That's a controversial uh, movie. It, they talk about the girl, because I kind of think she was wrong, and all the women were like, she was right, and I'm like, she definitely was not. But whatever, y'all crazy. Crazy crazy's a real thing, y'all. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> hey, like sometimes I tell you, you gotta stay. That's my crazy showing up. My right. husband definitely showed up in that movie. <laughs> what else has gone on? Super Bowl. Does Super Bowl mean anything to you? It meant that I had to cook something really big for my son while he watched it. <laughs> hey, people were upset about that. They're like, you supporting the Super Bowl? Uh, I didn't say I wasn't. Do I don't what? <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's the social media era of, it's like you, you, you can't allow people to just stand where they stand on their side of the fence. You got to go over their fence and start peeking in. Cause you're like, what you doing on your side of the fence over there? I don't see you on mine. I had a lawn party for my, ma'am, can I just stand here? Like what? It, and it's all so cut and dry. There's never understanding given if it looks a different way. And it's so weird. Like, I saw people talking. They was like, NFL knew just how to get y'all. They was like, oh, oh, you don't want to support the NFL? Bet. Super Bowl. Atlanta. Right. Turn up. Oh, yeah. And look, and all the black folks was like, oh, well. A, I mean. If I just. The Super Bowl, though, y'all. Well, I'm not going to watch it all the other right. time. <laughs> I was like, oh, y'all. Met. So then you had the people who are woke and the fake woke people and, the, and all mm-hmm. the other people. And they're just like. And then the ignorant, I don't care the trouble. It was like all the mix of. And literally, uh, I just, I'm like, let me ask a question. Why is what I'm doing? so important to you because <laughs> i promise you what you're doing i literally don't care well so i'm not that i just understood football about four years back in my life so i didn't even here definitely wasn't my favorite thing. jokes on you i still don't understand it here my son wanted to watch it so i cooked like a whole <laughs> bunch of food for him um i didn't see it I watched the halftime show though. Eh. That's what I'm saying. Eh. When so when I've ever seen it before, that's all I would see. I do understand the game now more, so I do understand the first and ten, getting the first down, and mm-hmm. the flags. I get that more, so I can actually watch the game more. But for me personally, I would like to watch the season if I'm going to really, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. I don't have. Like, Chicago, we have all the sports teams, so... Exactly. You know, I've had, like, a loyalty owed of paying attention to what our teams do, but I don't have a favorite football team, you know, to follow through the season. Like, basketball is my sport more. If I'm going to sit down yeah, and watch the sport, too. I'm watching basketball. I care more about that. I know my boyfriend didn't watch this season like that, and right. I didn't know anybody that cared that much about any team in the Super Bowl right? to really be a fanatic over. So it was indifferent. I, I know a couple years back the Atlanta Falcons were in the Super Bowl and wasn't everything going on with Colin Kaepernick then? Yeah, I right. think so. But, yeah. but they, People but, were watching then. But it wasn't 
in Atlanta. And Atlanta is the black folk mecca, baby. Well, I watched then because I was like, the Falcons don't go to the Super Bowl all the time. And when I hear of people that make it, I'm like, oh, I would like to see this game and how they play for this sport. I just learned of what exists. Here's the thing. Y'all got to stop because I had to stop. If I had to stop my crazy of things that I made up in my head that wasn't real, y'all going to have to start paying attention to what's not real too. Just because I sit down and watch on one day a football game does not mean I care nothing about the sacrifices that Colin Kaepernick. Every day, it still doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that. You're adding that. Like, that's a. That's an attitude. You know who doesn't care? The NFL doesn't care. Nope. Do you know who? The people who won't employ him. The people, like, there's racist. There's a whole long list of people who actually don't care. Mm-hmm. Don't add me on that list because it doesn't look the way you want to look. And I'm, and I do it different or I'm not what? speaking on stuff the way you use your Facebook posts. I think. There's a lot terrible associated with the NFL. I think it's a lot associated with a lot of corporations. And, like, y'all, I dare y'all to put an article out about Target and stop shopping. I dare you to talk about <laughs> First of all. It's not happening. So. They, listen, they tried it with Walmart. Mm-hmm. I have yet to see you guys stop. Girl, they just posted something about Gucci, too. Well, you know how y'all black folks love that Gucci. <laughs> now, listen, it don't affect me one bit because I don't rock Gucci at all. But. Mm-hmm. Some of you black folks is really going to look at it and be like, this is terrible. I'm still going to do it. And you go get I told you, way every year. <laughs> I, I, but I told you, like, I have an ability to separate stuff and it bothers people. But I also don't watch the news. And mm-hmm. I don't watch the news because what I deal with every day on my regular days, I don't need the news. I get what, life mm-hmm. on a completely different real level than most people right on an everyday basis which means i don't need anything extra added to me which is all the news is is negativity and mm-hmm. because i'm in such a positive place in my life mm-hmm. i literally have watched i don't know how many different motivational inspirational speakers say don't watch the news it sucks everything out of you so i try not to watch the news unfortunately it creep in every once in a while like on a feed or yeah. like when i'm walking i walk in the house and it but my daddy watch the news every day girl my daddy just <laughs> be sending me clips my, my daddy is on the news all day and i'm like on msnbc i try to change the channel when i can i'm so glad that i have gotten her to watch netflix mm-hmm. grace and frankie thank thank you netflix because She will be consumed. And here's the thing, like, for some people, they're like, I want to know what's going on. I do, too. But sitting there and spending 10 hours. And letting it just marinate in my spirit, I cannot. Because I would want to crawl into bed and never get out. Nope. To have to look at how much insanity is happening that from where I stand, I can't. I am helpless to. I cannot change it. And like I can do my part, and I can press go when it's time to go. I can get out. I can vote. I can research candidates. I can get all. I don't have to continuously, nope. every day, hear all the updates of how ridiculous y'all president is, and then because he's definitely y'all president. I don't have to hear that for ten hours, and then tomorrow he still wakes up in that office. It don't feel good. I can't do that. It, mm-mm. 
Mm-mm. That's part of making better choices for myself. I don't like to. But people assume if you don't talk about your thoughts that I care less. Like, that I'm just I some naive. I literally don't post any of this stuff on my page. I try to keep my page as upbeat and positive as possible. People assume because I don't want to flood your life or timeline with information about what's going on in the world that one, I don't know what's going on in the world and two, don't care about what's going on in the world. And neither one of those are true. My choice is not to let it consume me. That doesn't mean that I don't live in reality and that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean I'm not aware. That means that I don't want it to consume me because listen, we all Mm -hmm. at some point are going to die. Mm -hmm. I just want to live the best life I can while I'm here. And that doesn't mean that to live the best life that I have to engulf myself in what's going on. I am aware of what's going on. I just choose not to do let it consume my life because a lot of people let it consume it to the point that they don't enjoy. Every time they see something, instead of feeling some enjoyment in it, they find something with it. They're like, oh, well, you know, that also yada, yada, yada. And oh, well, you used to be able to do that, but then Trump got in the office. Like, every conversation has to go into something. I, listen, 21 Savage. Mm. And I don't even like to talk about, like, hot topics and Mm-mm. stuff that's going on. Like, we don't never talk about that stuff. But come on, y'all. Like, seriously, this boy is in a, a holding detention center. That's, that's, that's terrible. Like, it's, it's, but it's terrible for everybody but now like the government's like mm, watch me work like mm-hmm. the government like flexed a little bit oh yeah that was- I said ooh Rihanna better watch out because they out here they out here digging oh, that- in everybody's papers that's exactly what I thought I was like oh that's definitely a flex move like that's that was just like if you think we're playing Mm-mm. we're not first of all we're gonna get this here wall mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still happening y'all got about Y'all got about 10 more days. Uh, <laughs> get your taxes in now and, and, and run Russian roulette. See what happens. See what happens. Throw it in there. Throw it in the pot. But, uh, yeah. And I hoped everybody who works for TSA got a backup plan and everywhere. It's it's real. Like, But I think, yeah, because you don't talk about it, it's either that you don't know, you don't concern, you're not passionate. Um, if I was to sit and... I could, I could engage in a conversation about politics and different topics yeah. if that was the discussion in the room. It's not a representation for it to be in my continuous dialogue. And because you're talking about it, you don't provoke me enough to make me not be me. Like yeah, exactly. that I'm going to engage in a way I don't. But there's so many topics that don't get discussed there's so many things that we need to talk about that we don't talk about and people and the same people who got the energy the woke people yeah i'm definitely air quoting i Mm -hmm. I wish you could see this i'm air quoting so hard (laughs) the same woke people don't speak on all the topics that need conversation like we discuss so many things and i'm like you you got so much to say about this this super bowl Oh, okay, cool. Well, but, I think that's my problem is that I kind of detach when I see stuff, even if I feel a way about something. Mm-hmm. I definitely felt the way when all the R. Kelly stuff came out. Absolutely. 
I'm not going to get on there to be belittled, to be attacked about stuff that I do really feel some way about. Mm-hmm. Because it's just a conversation piece to you all. It's just a um, debate starter. It's a, you know, trumping my view is bigger, more correct mm-hmm. than yours. I don't want to do that with you. Right. I know what I feel about that topic and I know what it means to me and I'm going to live and walk my life according to how that makes me feel. I know real people who have been abused. Right. I know real people who've been raped. Not that they're not real, but you're speaking on these things like it's just a hot topic in conversation. And I think that's a little careless and that's why I just don't even want to do it with you Absolutely. Y'all. Absolutely. I want to do it. Like, hmm, child, let me tell y'all. <laughs> what? I do really good. I've, I've, I've been really proud. I have been back on my, in my bag of protecting my peace. I lost Cause it. Because it's important. It's, it's really important. And I've done so well. There's so many statuses I don't even see anymore that I know I would have when I was focused in a different way. Yep. I don't see certain things. When I start seeing an overly alarming, you know, consistency of a topic, I'm like, this is your time to get off social media and go do something else. I don't, because I'm not talking to y'all about this. I I do pretty good. And then casually, (laughs) I was minding my business and just taking a casual scroll on IG. And I follow the Joe Button podcast. And I hear him addressing the rapper, the game. And I heard about a week ago, something leaked about some song that off an upcoming album. And he made these sexual references from Kim K. And that's one of those things like, Nope, I can't, I can't be, Nope. I can't just cause this irritates my soul. So I, <laughs> Let me keep going. And, and then, y'all should see how frustrated she is. But okay. then it came back. And then so Joe was speaking on. He also referenced his fiance in some type of sexual manner too. And I was like, hey, y'all. So check this out. <laughs> this is what I mean when y'all don't talk about certain things that we could be talking about. That, yep. that could deal with every day. If that's not some of the most trash mess I have ever heard in my life that's publicized on this scale, because I see it Mm -hmm. all the time. However, trash character. This is going to be a hot topic, and then y'all going to move past it like it didn't happen. That's what my problem is. But I think it's because when people look at it, they look at it on a smaller scale. They look at it of Joe Buttons and the game. They Mm -hmm. don't look at it on what it actually encompasses, what it actually is promoting, what it actually is, what, what the foundation of it is. Yeah. And and it's the lack of women's anything. 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 And I was about to list, but the <laughs> list is so long. Women's anything being held sacred or any women's anything being off the table like it's free game for anything and anybody unless it's your mama or your Mm -hmm. sister then it's a different story but or your daughter because you know when it's your daughter it's your sister or your mama you you about ready to fight somebody but you can talk about women however you want 
So when I saw this, I, I have no other word but enraged it made me feel. It literally, like all the topics I don't speak on because it really feels some way, like it's a close to my chest feel some way. It's not casual the way I see people just casually talk. Like it's close to my chest. It feels some way to me. So when we're talking about Bill Cosby and we're talking about Me Too and we're talking about R. Kelly and I was like, this one is going to skim past like it's different. Yep. Mm. This one is going to get responded to like it's not the same type of issue here, which is how disregarding men feel that they have the right to be towards women. Yep. So this is my first thing. This is men and women alike. Y'all can keep playing if you want to that it makes it okay that Kim K can be talked about in a slanderous way because y'all seen a tape of her if you want to. That you know people that she dealt with. Like, y'all, you can make up every reason in your head you want to make up for why she's deserving to be disregarded, but it's not true. It's not true. So, right now, today, that's somebody's wife. That's somebody's mama. It is alarming to me that for clicks, likes, and publicity of a radio or an album, that these women, you felt you had access to be so disrespectful and disregarding to them to take an indirect shot at the people that they're dating. Absolutely. That they were the casualty along the way. They they don't matter so much that I'm going to drop this line and that's going to be hot and that's going to boil the feathers of this guy that you want a reaction of. So forget how they would feel Forget what it would mean to forget the access that this is a beef that will come up later when their kids are older and they'll hear about their mother being talked about. That forget all of that, and this and it kills me because this is someone who has a daughter. You have daughters, but that it it doesn't it doesn't it's the how easy it is how much it doesn't have to be looked at as that that you're being disregarding and disrespectful. And without even hearing the lyrics, I know you're not referencing being with these women sexually as a prize. Like, I was out here with one of the baddest people walking. You're trying to diminish the humanity of them as a person by saying, are you over there with that? I've been had that. But here's the here's the interesting part with, with what you just said. The... There are porn stars that get more respect mm. than a woman who was in a relationship and did a had took pictures or had a video with her guy. And then those intimate moments with a person you were in a relationship with, not somebody you were being paid to sleep with. Yep. You had a whole relationship with a person. You had a whole involvement, whether it was a relationship where you were girlfriend or boyfriend or you guys were dating and you did decided to have sex while you're dating, whichever one, the disregard for them as if they were some random chicks is the part that kills me. Mm -hmm. Like you definitely, like a porn star is getting paid to have sex with, with a numerous amount of men. And and all you hear them say is, hey, she did that. Right. But when you see a woman who was in a whole relationship and what she had going on was released, mm -hmm. you're like, was oh. And be clear, was released. Yes. That that doesn't, without permission, without. Absolutely. Release. Mm -hmm. that you see that and that is your tag that is your goal for you 
to start to disregard her as a human being like oh well well first of all let's address the fact that she's a grown woman and she can have sex yeah so we're talking as so you're talking as if this isn't a grown woman who what she's not supposed to be having sex with her partner first of all like like what's the offense here so basically because we can move it like it starts the conversation starts from how he did it but let's be clear this is language i hear i've heard i've been a part of all the time absolutely so the fact that it's like so what is the issue here that she slept with you like are you trying to you're trying to say that to make her sound bad but does it not make you sound bad because she slept with you and you slept with her but she's the only person in this equation that looks bad why because she showed up like what what happened here because she showed up and has sex with you, and you showed up and had sex with her. Like, why is it the man has, is never looked at in a negative light when any of those things happen, but as soon as the woman, because let's just be clear, men can't have sex with themselves. <laughs> right. So there was actually a, a post that I saw, or a tweet, and this guy said, I don't have no respect for women who have sex on a first date. Yep, hear, hear that a lot. So who they having sex with. Because <laughs> if it's my first date and it's your first date, I guess we both having sex on the first date. So when you have sex on the first date... Are you respectable still? You, But you cool, though. But if I have sex on the first date, I'm not cool, though. Let, I'm just saying keep that same energy across the board. And if you have a problem with women... That means you got a problem with your sisters and your cousins and your mom and your friends. Because let's just be clear. Some of y'all moms is thoughts. And some of your moms was some serious uh, go get Okay? So let's stop pretending like you don't. You, all up. three of your brothers and sisters got different daddies. Your mom is your mom, though. And you're going to defend her to the end. Right. But your mom, she was out there in them streets, too. So what I'm saying is, I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm saying keep that same energy across the board. Right. You don't get to degrade a female and because she not your sister or your daughter Absolutely. or your best friend or whatever but another random chick can get all the disregard it it made me really have to think like what are these expectations from the male point of view i think it's that there's some idea there's this unrealistic expectation that women are supposed to get every type of grenade thrown at them come through every circumstance and come out as clean as possible and then you guys pick like ah i think she works i like her she passed the course i threw mud at her i threw everything i could at her and i think she survived she has the best resume you know what we're up against you know the biases you know the disregard and you're like but still i need you to be i need you to be amazing (laughs) through all of that i need you to be as pure as possible I have a kid with a woman I'm not with. I would like you not to have that. And I would like, I've slept with 10 women in the past year. I need you to hold out and just wait for me to come along. (laughs) Where are y'all making this up in your head? How these rules play? Like what, who told you for one and what comes with being with a woman that creates these unrealistic expectations that don't apply to you? And how does it character? How do you get to judge my character yeah. by those things? Yeah. How how there's a woman with five kids walking around somewhere, but she also got a husband who died from uh, high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Now all you know is a woman walking around with five kids, and you got complete disregard, and you don't know what she had going on. But because she has five kids, you got a problem with it. 
But you can have five kids with five different chicks and say you had five kids with your ex-wife or you had three of them with somebody and two of them with somebody else. And it's it's uh, normal. This is just a, I'm just as what I'm doing. I'm it just didn't mo- work out. I'm a mother. I have two kids with two different fathers. I have a boyfriend. If we run off in the sunset and get married and I stop, decide to pop another one of them things out, that'd be three. I still know that I have not made moves of people that I know that are single with no kids. Yay! Talk with, about it. With great jobs, they Jessica, dress well, and they hair stay laid, and baby. But you got that 350, though. Mm-hmm. Yo, you want to talk about it? No, mm-hmm. you want to talk about it? You got that 350, I don't though. move how they move. So if you if that's what you're going off of, you have the right to. Like, that's your right. But keep that same energy across the board, though. It comes back. I, you know, and this, this also goes back to, like, the rape culture that we were talking about. Mm. That in the rape culture, women, we are brought up. Don't dress this way. Don't move this way. Don't talk this way. Mm-hmm. But I have yet to ever see no little boy being taught, don't rape girls. Do I not don't put he- your hands on her. Do not touch her. What you do here is, if he hits you, it's because he likes you. Absolutely. If you if he pulls your hair, if he talks bad to you, if he treats you a certain kind of way, that's how little boys show so, how mm-hmm. they care about you. First of all, what is happening in his house <laughs> that he think that stealing on somebody means I love you? Is your daddy stealing on your mama? Like, not, if, is this is what you're seeing in your house, first of all? Because how is that your learned behavior of love? Like, my displays of love is different from your displays of love. But it's those simple society spectrums that get passed down as gender roles that I think even some people, I like, I know that wasn't my mom's story. That's not the relationship that she saw growing up and that's not where she came from but i recall saying yeah this little boy was like that he probably likes you it's just learned society down absolutely environment and behavior but it's why when i saw this that it enraged me so because i said this conversation is going to pass like a topic yep like he like this is not as crazy as all the other topics that we talk about for for weeks because it's more extreme. And it made me think of like, I think the level of disregard, it's because I know I see it all the time and I've lived it and I've experienced it. I was telling Aria before, I said, like when I saw this, I called her like, uh, let me, we gotta talk. I need to talk to you. It's a thing. Let's talk. And I said at one point in time, it used to be that culturally you would even hear of men have a protection over their baby mama, right? I hate that term, but it's a it's a thing. You would hear men say, man, whoever I'm with, they got to know, like, I'm going to make sure my baby mama good. It was like a protection factor of that. Mm-hmm. Grandma, mama, my sisters, my nieces, my baby mama, my daughter, they're good. So maybe even if I was on trash elsewhere, Mm -hmm. I would cover those. Today, everybody can get it. All of them. It don't matter who it is. Your mama included. I said granny might be the only one, and that's just out of, like, generational reach. Like, granny let me come over here and, like, kick it, and I can kind of sleep and come in and out. But besides that, your mama can get it. People have no problem disregarding their mom, their sisters, anybody. No, Anybody can get it. When it comes to 
the level of disregard. So when I heard this, I'm like, as a man with a daughter, you feel that it's so casual to explicitly talk about how you were intimate with somebody else's wife. So I don't, it, it made me confused of, I don't, but see, here's the thing. I don't think he's looking at her as somebody's mother or somebody's wife. And even if we look at it from this spectrum, he's looking at it as a woman who he has sex with. Mm -hmm. And even if we break it down to the, to the crux of it, like right to the bone of it, Mm -hmm. That just means that you have completely disregard for her as a human being. Right. As a human being. I mean, because we started human being and then we would go up to she's somebody's mother. She's somebody's wife now. Mm -hmm. Let's just start at the very bottom, the very minimum. She's a human being that you had some type of sexual relationship with. Right. Mm -hmm. So you have some type of sexual relationship with her. You didn't rape her. It was mutual. Right. You did it. She did it. Right. Mm-hmm. And from that, you said, I am going to, to degrade her because of a decision that the two of us as an adult made mm-hmm. to have sex as adults and then not have sex anymore. Right. What they could have been. Y'all don't know how long they was doing this. They could have been doing this for months. And then it was just like, okay, Mm -hmm. well, you're not serious. I want to be with somebody serious. So I'm moving on to the next person type thing. Or it could have been a wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. I don't know. But what I know is, is that her being a woman, regardless of her being married or not, makes you feel that you can attack her at that level because she has sex with you as if having sex with you makes her less of a person. Then that says, what about you? Cause if you're the person I had sex with and that's what makes me less than, then what does it say about you? I has, I can see if I had, you know, remember, um, what's that flavor Flav? When people Mm -hmm. be like, Oh my God, you was with flavor Flav. That was because, People didn't find him attractive. Right. They were repulsed by his activities, his talk, his language, his presence, all of that, right? Mm-hmm. Then they was like, I could never be with somebody who'd been with them. It's a couple people I know that, a couple guys that was like, I could never be with a chick because I can't follow up behind uh-huh. this dude, right? I get that. That's not what's happening here. It is the mere fact that you have complete disregard for women that to attack them, you attack them sexually you attack them because having sex with a man in this society is looked at as you needed to have been a virgin until you got married if you was having sex before that you would bust down if you had sex with four people in a year and he has sex with 40 people in a year <laughs> how dare you have sex with four people yeah. this you can remember we used to be in those facebook groups mm-hmm. and they'll be like hey this guy he can have sex with 15 different girls in this group. Mm-hmm. Let him find out that you was with one. <laughs> one. Don't go no further. Hey, Don't make hey, up no more. Listen, one. one that you met before the group. Yep. And I still got problems. Before him. Before, before y'all, y'all ever had a conversation. Before I knew you existed in the world, I hollered at a dude. We dated. We and had sex. And now you looking at me like, you are something else. But here's my problem even with that concept, it's okay to have standards. It's okay to have wants and desires. I have a problem with the idea of I don't want to follow up behind someone because you're not walking around with your laundry list. Mm -mm. I don't have a list. So stop talking to me about it. 
So, because I don't have a list. Discussion closed. And there is, I for sure, if I wanted to take a blank palette and just peek and look, mm-hmm. and I had that access, yeah, it'd look different from what I see on the outside, what you want me to know about, what meets the eye, it, it would look really different. And I think men feel like they have the right to claim possession of women. It has kind of been put out there from society, but I don't think it's understood as from the woman perspective of what we have to go through of mentally preparing ourselves to take responsibility for men's poor action. I have to prepare. I have to, I, I've told Ariel before, I have experienced as a black woman, I have felt way more disregarded for being a woman than being black. Absolutely. Way more in the workplace and relationships and interactions by my capability from what I'm capable of mentally, what I should be able to do. Should I be able to lead things? Yep. Should I be able to be put in different positions or room? What I'm, what I don't need to be told because I'm a girl. I, what I don't need, all of those things, let alone how men have discussed me, have treated me, have put in conversation because of the ownership of what they feel like they know and have access to about me. Right. You don't get to decide from what you think you know that it's a judgment call on who I am as a person because it doesn't work that way for you. I don't get to decide because you're not going to be transparent that I've slept with the last 10 people I've dealt with without a condom. (laughs) I don't get that up front. I don't get that. So... You don't get to decide because you look at some man and say, I don't want to come behind him. Sir, I wouldn't I wouldn't step in the room with you if I really knew everything that came to the table here. With you, right. We don't, and the fact that you still continue to do it, Absolutely. knowing all your stuff isn't on the table, is the human decency factor that you got to stop making it men versus woman and just be a decent person. Like, I was involved with someone that I met in that group setting. Now, let, I'm going to give a backstory <laughs> for, for this one. Oh, okay. I didn't hadn't have a boyfriend for a long time. Like, I, I hung out with some people. I went on some dates. I, I sparked up something that I should have kept them. And, <laughs> and I, that was it. Like, post having... My daughter in 2010, um, yeah, I was perfectly fine. I was, <laughs> I was single and I was okay with that. I wasn't really trying to look, I didn't do too much where I wasn't kind of like where I was just out here and mixing and mingling. Uh-huh. So upon meeting new people, I, I, I meet this person, I hang out, I decide to go in my, why not? bag why not that bag always gets you in trouble oh always (laughs) because it gives you that false illusion that you don't need to be responsible to feel free Mm -hmm. no you got to keep that one too anyway it comes to me later on this was nothing serious hung out with this person a couple times i was intimate with this person all to discover that this person felt need to record a video of us 
while sexually involved and share it around about 10 guys. Which in translation means 472. Boom. <laughs> that part. Ugh. When I tell you I've never felt mortified, like, I still to date have never felt what that felt like. And I couldn't mentally go anywhere, but why me? Mm-hmm. Like, what did I give you that said, yeah, her? But here's the question. When you're asking why me, my, my question would be, who raised you? Like, sir, what happened in your life? Right. Who hurt you in your life? What did your mama do to you or not do with you? Right. What did your sisters or that first girl in seventh grade who rejected you, what happened in your life to make you want to attack, hurt, mortify, um, victimize mm-hmm. any woman that way? Because what you know is that that's not okay. Right. You knew when you did it, it wasn't okay. Because if you thought it was okay, it wouldn't have been a sneak. Yeah. I say it to people all the time. When you do something in the dark, that's because you know it shouldn't be done in the light. Yep. So you're sneaking. Yeah. So let's start there. So you sneak to do something. Mm-hmm. After you sneak to do it, the fact that you snuck to do something means that it's something that should have been done. So then when you spread it after that, you know you shouldn't have done it in the first place which means you shouldn't be sharing what you know you shouldn't have did in the first place. That's like stealing and then going and giving people the stuff you stole. You know what I'm saying? Well, the first time I was ever in a room with him again, after I discovered this had happened, it was stifling. I felt stuck. Like, I know that was a consensual moment, but because something then occurred that wasn't consensual... It felt like an attack. He felt like an attacker to me. Like, Absolutely. So I'm looking at this person that, like, yeah, I know what I came to the table with, but I didn't come to the table with all that. You took that. Mm-hmm. You took that. You shared it. It meant nothing to you. I meant nothing to you. And it was like, why did you need to go that far to show me this didn't matter that much to you? Absolutely. Why? It was like, why me? What did I do? What, did, what about me says this is the type of person you think I am, that this becomes okay. Are you trying to insinuate that you're calling me nasty? Because then I guess you're nasty too. Like, what are we doing? What does this mean? And why is this okay? And what happened in your life (laughs) that you want to hurt women like that? And I think men need to look into that. Right. Look into why you want to hurt a woman, any woman. Yeah. Why would you want to hurt any woman in any way, whether it's verbally, whether it's by um, stealing moments like that and making them public, whatever the situation is, what happened in your life to make you not value women like that? Is it the fact that your mother was never valued by your father? Was right. it that you never knew who your father was? Did you feel and like she never valued you? So you got a vendetta against her? Like Was what? it was it a di- bunch of different men coming around and the way they treated your mom and talked to her? You felt like that's how men should treat women? Is it because you've never had a man around you to tell you how to treat a woman? Is it because it's cool and looking cool in front of people mm-hmm. has way more value to you than your integrity as a man does it mean nothing to you to have integrity does your ego mean more to you than you know 
the respect of a woman? Is it because you don't have a sister or a mother or a daughter that in nowhere in your mind does it creep up and say, you know what? No. That's a, I would never want nobody to do that to somebody that I know. Is that what it is? Or is it you just don't give a damn about nobody right. but yourself? Like, cause there's something, wrong. it literally something wrong if you feel like those actions are okay. Mm -hmm. And everybody around it who applauds it, mm -hmm. you need to understand there's something, because that should disgust you. The same disgusted that you get when you see a picture floating around of a dude with a little girl. Mm -hmm. You'll look at a, a dude touching a five or a six-year-old and the sheer disgust of seeing the picture or the sheer disgust of hearing the story. Mm -hmm. Fam, get that out of my face. Ain't nobody trying to see it. Bro, that's disgusting. Why would you? That disgust? Does not once the girl turns sixteen, you don't got no more discussion. It's fair game. It's fair game. What? Why is it that once a woman hits a certain age, the idea of protecting them is over? Is over. Yep. I I think we need to figure that. Like, what happened that it didn't continue in you? Because mm -hmm. I know some men who who are like, dude, I don't do stuff like that. That's whack. There are, yes. but then there are the other ones that is like, I mean, it's just a chick. It's just, Why? Well, see, what I recognized is I saw, I think we are, because we're in this accessibility era where people voice their opinions more, and uh, I've heard people speak out about him doing stuff like that. I heard, I, I see people speak out about the trash that Future does all the time. That's great. Problem, this, this the, the like, like, we're very transparent on this podcast we tell our truths we hold ourselves accountable and i felt this was important to discuss because i'm a woman <laughs> i can't speak from a male view because i'm not a male i At am all. a woman but i think there's a voice that needs to be said and needs to be heard of what it feels like to be on the other side because even for those men who know it's wrong and you're just accountable i applaud that but I think it should be talked about the feeling that happens when you stand on our side of the fence. And that we live in a society where if, like, God forbid I have some insecurities and I'm not secure of myself, how much is out there to make me feel terrible? Right. It's a terrible viewpoint to look in to what we have to defend through that becomes normal. Right. That, that's fed to us that that should just be normal because that's a boy being a boy. Absolutely. That's just men doing men type of stuff. You know, men do that. They just talk about what... No, but you don't have to because if I'm a woman, I'm gossiping. And a man is only pillow talking if he says what another man does. It's not pillow talking if he tells you everything he did with a girl. You wouldn't say he was pillow talking then. Mm -hmm. Right. It's okay. It was cool. It's only if it offends a man, but the protection of a woman just because she's a woman and then men walk around with these unrealistic expectations of how women are supposed to treat them when you don't walk around every day holding accountability if she ain't in the right position in your life. If, and if she not walking the way you want her to walk, she don't look the way you want her to look, she definitely don't deserve no type of respect from you. And here's the thing. You don't have to defend it, no. but you don't have to go along with it. You don't it. have to condone it. it. That's why I said for everyone who could see something like this or the game or whoever you could be like, oh, they're acting terrible. 
I need you to check inventory on who you hang with. Mm-hmm. Who you say what's up and you randomly go to the barbershop with or go ride down with. And if that they may, and you're condoning it because it's not somebody that maybe you're not my closest friend. I don't frequent with you, mm-hmm. but I keep you around. If you don't react the same way when you make a status about the game, don't make the status about the game because you got a list of people you're not talking about. Right. Like you got to, I think men have to start because it would become uncomfortable to the people who think that's okay if there was no room for them to sit down. Absolutely. Because I can say it, but it's not going to mean nothing. It's supply and demand. Right. It, if, if it's okay, then you'll get more of it. If it's not okay, I'm going to go creep back in the corner and sit over here. It, I'm going to tell you, okay, so when I was about 18 years old, I, <laughs> this happens to me a lot apparently. I need to stop that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was on the expressway. Oh. Oh, right. And this guy was like, hey, but it was summertime, so my windows was down. Mm-hmm. But we're on the expressway, and this guy's like, hey, let me get your number. I'm like 18 years old. I yelled my number out the window. I thought it was cute that we was riding next to each other. He was, And he actually got my number. He calls. We actually decide to go out, right? Okay, cool. So we meet up, and I leave my car where we met up at, at the restaurant we left. And he was like, hey, you want to come with me? I got to go to a cousin's house, and then... You know, we can ride around and talk for a little while, then I'll bring you back to your car. So in my mind, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. So I'm from the south side. (laughs) We were on the south side. He was from the west side of Chicago. Now, people who are not from Chicago don't understand the distance, but it is a vast (laughs) amount of um, road between us, okay? So... I decide to go with him. We go to the west side. We we're in a car talking and everything. It was it was like a regular like ride around when you're 18 and talk to a dude in a car, right? Mm-hmm. We go to his cousin's house. Um, we, he talks to his cousin for a second. Um, then he we go to what I found out later to be where he lived, but he lived with an aunt and. Um, his little brother and like another cousin. So we get to this apartment complex and he parks the car and turns the car off. And I'm like, cause in my mind, we supposed to ride around and talk. Mm-hmm. He ta- stops the car and he's like, Hey, I need to run up here real quick. I want to leave you out here in the car by yourself. So I'm thinking, oh, well, I don't know where I'm at. It's the right. west side. It was some dudes outside. I was, you know, younger. So I was like, okay. Cause to me, Everything is cool. Right. So we go upstairs, and when we get upstairs, I know women will understand exactly what I'm saying. When you're walking up the stairs, and then that voice inside of you says, turn around. This is a bad idea. Don't go in there. And I say to myself, it's because, you know, I'm not familiar with him, but we've been cool so far. He ain't showing me nothing to make me feel like anything's going to happen. You're going to be fine. I talk myself out of my conscious telling me this is a bad decision. So I go into the the um, apartment, and when I get in there, it's completely pitch black, except there's a TV on, and there are two people on a couch, um, and you can see their silhouettes because of the TV. And then there are other rooms, and I could hear TVs in the other rooms because we walk past them to get to 
his room. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, I'm like, he must be picking something up so that we can go back out, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So then we go into his room and he closes the door and the light is off in his room, but he has a window and the window is by a street light. And so the street light is shining into the room and that's why I can see into the room. He never turns the bedroom light on. So Mm -hmm. I walked into the room and I assumed he was going to turn the light on after me walking in. He closes the door, never turns the light on. Then I could hear him unzip his jacket. And I was like, well, when you zip, unzip your jacket in Chicago, mm-hmm. we staying for a bit. Right, right. So I'm like, I thought you need to pick something up. And he was like, just chill with me for a minute. And then that's when my spidey senses started tingling. Yeah. And everything in me was like, oh, oh, this is going to be bad. Oh, this is going to be bad. So now I'm trying to be cool. I'm super nervous. I'm super tense. And I'm like, this is not going to be good. This is not going to be good. Now, let me just tell y'all, I fight dudes. (laughs) So that's important. I think in this story, it's important to be known that I have no problem throwing these hands with anyone, boys or girls. What I also knew was that there were other people in the house that were not on my team. So that made me nervous because I kept thinking if I do decide to punch him in his throat, Cause, and then kick him in his privates. <laughs> that whoever runs in after this, I'm going to have to fight them too. Right. Because they're going to want to come and defend him regardless of the reason why I'm in here fighting. Right. Okay. Right. So now I'm like, oh girl, you're going to have to figure this out. There's no chairs. Of course, let's sit on the bed. Right. Ah, take me out, Lord. Right. I cannot. So I'm like nervous beyond belief so i'm like i'm just sit on this i'm just gonna sit here and i got the gift of gab so i was gonna talk him to death do you hear me we was gonna talk about everything that happened from first grade to eighth grade to freshman year to cut like we was gonna talk about everything i'm gonna be like and my favorite color is and i have on pink socks right now and my mom's middle name is girl we was gonna talk about everything so we sit down, and the first thing he does is put his hand through my hair. And mm. I was just like, this is going to go real fast. So I'm talking, and as I'm talking, he puts his hand on my knee. Now, here's the thing. I can feel his movements before they happen, but I can't see them because the room is dark. So I can see his face, but it's only because of the light that's shining in from the window. So when his hand was moving, it startled me because I didn't see him moving and it just touched my hand, knee and I jumped. And he was like, relax, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I didn't, I can't see you, it's dark. And he was like, we don't need the light. And I was like, well, we kind of do because I can't see you. He was like, what you need to see me for? You know what I look like. And when he said that, I was just like, oh, he don't never plan on turning these lights nope. on. This, whatever is about to happen in his room is happening in the dark. And blah, blah, blah. And then that's when all the caressing and the rubbing and the touching and the compliments and, oh, you so pretty. And, oh, I love your hair. And you smell good. And um, I'm so glad I got your number and all of this. And then he pulls me towards him and, like, tries to kiss my face. And I turn my head. So now he's kissing my cheek and my neck. And I'm, in my mind, I'm screaming. I have to figure this out. Mm -hmm. And all I kept thinking was, but I came here. So when mm. I, so now what? So what I'm going to tell people? Exactly. What am I going to say to my dad? He's going to be like, well, why did you go? Yep. Why did you leave? Why did you get in the car with him? You had your own car. Why did you walk up the stairs? Why did you go in the room? Why did you let the door close behind you? Why did you allow all these things to happen? And all I kept saying was, 
but I still can't let this happen. Right. So as moments are passing and I can tell where this is going, I look at him and I go, I'm a virgin. Mm. And I was like, and I like you and I like you a whole lot. And if this is going to be our first time, I don't want it to be like this. And if you're going to take my virginity, I don't want you to take my virginity like this. And I was like, because I know, like, we could be good. Like, we could, like, you real dope. We could be real good. And he's looking at me, and I'm like, I'm like, like, this don't have to be the first last time we see each other. Like, I'm thinking, why can't this be a thing? And he's looking at me like, for real? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And he touched my face different mm. than he had been touching me Before. all the other times. Right. And he was like, I do want your first time to be special. It don't have to be like this. And I was like, thank you. And I kissed his cheek. And he was like, come on, let's go. And I was like, look, this me. You didn't want to sit and talk some more? He's like, no, we could talk in a car. I was like, oh, okay. On the inside, I was like, Right. And I was like, now, just to be clear, I was not a virgin. And <laughs> I had no intentions of ever doing anything with this right. person. But I think the well, the thing about that story that, like, even when you said about, like, the women would know and understand, two things. One, the fact that your thought when you saw reason to panic was the responsibility that was on you. Absolutely. That is not terrible. Why did you, why did this man force himself on you was not the conversation, right? And I'm not saying he was going to force himself on me mm -hmm. because we never got to that point. I felt like I had put myself in a compromising position where even if I told him no, he would have been like, well, why you come up here? And I felt like even if I told anybody else if he did force himself onto me, that their response to me would be, well, why did you put yourself in that position? Not, he definitely shouldn't have put his penis in your vagina. Right. Like, that doesn't come up. Like, even if if all those things happened, he shouldn't have did that to you was not the dialogue. Mm -hmm. All I kept thinking was, how am I going to explain this to my daddy? Mm -hmm. How am I going to tell my daddy that this happened? Oh, cause this we gonna be in a fight, so ain't no way that this not like if this turns into that, I got go. So both of us gonna be bleeding up in here. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. they gonna have to roll me up in a piece of carpet and uh, put me outside because I'm not about to just lay down and let this happen. Cause that's just not me. I'm a fight or flight. I'm definitely a fight. And all I kept thinking was, my daddy's gonna be like, why did you go up there? And I and Everybody else is going to say the exact same thing. Why did you go up there? Mm -hmm. What was the reason? Well, you don't even know him. Why did you go in? And in my mind, I was like, but well, he seemed cool. Right. And I, and I shouldn't have to think that he's going to rape me. I shouldn't have to think that he's going to try to force himself on me. I shouldn't think any of those things because that shouldn't be part of my, but it is. Yeah. It's part, but a man never has to think to himself, I don't have access to do this. I don't have right to do this. He had Ever. no conversation with you. And immediately, um, by just immediately changed the environment to be an environment to engage in sex. And that was never a conversation. 
that you all had. It was something you all didn't even have to talk. He didn't even feel that there was need to. No. Because he was there. Why is my presence enough? And that's the same thing I felt about what happened with me. It was why I never talked about it. And I found myself putting myself in uncomfortable situations to interact and be around this person still because I didn't want to feel... I don't even know the word, but I didn't want to feel like you got the best of me. Like right. I wasn't strong when right. it was actually hurtful because I was forcing myself to feel like that was okay to be treated that way. Right. And in that situation, I just, it, I think the dialogue has to really change besides a man versus woman type of view where we look at each other from a more human, human perspective. perspective. Absolutely. Well, because as soon as you change the story, now if I flip the story and say, I was with this guy. He took me back to his place. We were sitting around watching TV. Lights was all on. He was on one side of the couch. I was on the other side of the couch. My feet were on him, right? He was real nice. We ended up falling asleep. I woke up, saw his wallet, decided to take all the money out of his wallet, and I went home, Right? Mm-hmm. The dialogue is not that's what he get. Mm-hmm. The dialogue is you a trash female. Right. You a trash. Fe- the dialogue is not, well, that's what he get for letting you come into his house. That's what he get for letting you fall asleep on your, on his couch. That's what he get for trying to Netflix and chill with you and be a respectful dude. He should have just took you to the show, took you to dinner and left. That's not, that's not the dialogue. Dialogue is what type of terrible chick are you that you out here? That's not your money. Why are you in his pocket? Why are you taking money out of his anything? That's the conversation that gets had when a dude gets taken advantage of. Because a lot of times females can't sexually take advantage of a man. I've heard that it happens. I don't know anybody personally that it's happened to, but apparently it's a thing. But most of the time when a dude gets taken advantage of, somebody steals his money, takes his watches or his jewelry, and now he done just got got. And the female... Is always viewed as the trash character, mm-hmm. right? And when a guy does it, the conversation is, why did she put herself in that position? Mm-hmm. Yep. It is never, why did he put himself in that position? Except for like if he buying some sex, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like whenever you, oh, you was on, um, like Lamar Odom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're like, you was out there looking for it. Mm-hmm. Like, what did you think was going to happen? Mm-hmm. Or like when they're talking about Jess, the, the guy from um, Jesse, the one mm-hmm. from uh, Empire. They're like, oh, he was trying to get dudes. That don't mean you can get. He still uh, got attacked. You, that don't mean you can get attacked. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like people try to justify it, except for when it's a man who's getting got and he's, you know, a straight man right. that getting that's getting got by mm-hmm. somebody. Then you are the issue. But when a man does something, it's like, but you know how the world is, so why you put yourself in that position? You know how the world is. And that's the one thing I think I always noticed. I was like, growing up and taking history class, and I was like, man, so the world's been, like, this This whole place been against me from the beginning. We had to, I had to get voted in um, because I'm black and because I'm a woman. Right. Like, double entendre here. Right. Which is like, oh. <laughs> yeah, Don't the, touch it. Y- y'all want all the smoke with me. Look okay. at you, Panda Bear. Right. And I, it, we can't keep ignoring that casual, toxic masculinity 
is okay because it's just there. Absolutely. Because it leads to the scenarios you hear that become more serious. It leads to the Bill Cosby conversations. It leads to the R. Kelly conversations. Yep. It starts in those casual ways of your story, of my story, and even those aren't necessarily casual and okay, but they, exactly. they get treated as such. Everything, but everything when it comes to a woman gets treated casually. Yeah. It's like we're, once you hit 16. That was a great point that you brought up, by the way, because when you said that, I was like, yeah, it's like you cap out. Yeah, it's like, mm, you know how you wanted us to protect you? So your warranty wears out (laughs) when you're 16. When you're 16, like, we don't have that same energy for you. Mm -hmm. But, you know, thanks for coming out. Mm -hmm. And good night. You better figure it out. You better have your T's crossed and your I's dotted because you own it by yourself. Unless you got a brother Unless you got some, you know, some uncles that that's riding for you. If you're looking for the men out here to do it, it's not going to happen. They're going to pass the video around. They're going to pass the pictures around. They're going to put the LOLs and the smiley faces and the laughing emojis on everything. They're going to take pictures from your page and talk about you and how and cowardly go behind the scenes to decide what you look like and how good they think you look. And... If it was done in reverse, oh, the oh, nerve. the nerve, the nerve. If like, if, if I was really out here sharing the news that have come across my inbox, <laughs> listen, your inbox, mm. they don't want to talk about you it. You assume it shouldn't happen because you're a man. You just assume it shouldn't. You probably think if some, if anything, me and Ariel might show each other. Mm-hmm. But, like, if I put it in a just forum, like, hey, 40 other women I don't know. Y'all want to see something? Yep. You don't even think that would happen to you because you're a man. man. And if I did do it, you would have been offended and appalled. It would be a reflection of me. Absolutely. What type of raggedy, ratchet, ridiculous female are you? To do something like that. Well, what? What? First of all, let's talk about the fact that I opened my inbox and your penis was in there. Can we start there? I didn't ask for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stuff like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying that there aren't women that engage. We, I think we do because we've had to do it with ourselves. We understand things that women do that they don't own because it just becomes habit. Yes. But on a man's side. You never have to really because it's deemed as okay. Like I said, the conversation never happens with men. Men never have that conversation of when you grow up. Women, you need to stay in packs. You need to dress a certain way. Don't get too drunk. Don't leave your glass with anybody. Don't uh, go into nobody's house. Drive your own car. There are so many rules as women. Stay together. Um, if 10 go out, 10 come back together. We have rules. We No guys have pep talks before go they go out. When you're a little girl, you don't have to have the conversation with your daddy and your mom um, when you're a man. When I was a little girl, my dad had 
all the conversations with me. Mm -hmm. The reason I know how to fight is because my dad put me in martial arts when I was young and he said, I don't never want you not to be able to defend yourself mm -hmm. because they prey on little girls like you. Mm -hmm. My dad was not playing. He was like, I want you to be able to handle yourself. He never said to my brother, they're going to prey on you. Right. So I need you to handle my, yourself. What he said to my brother is, they like to fight. So I need you to be able to handle yourself. Right. Not, you're going to get dragged in the alley. Right. That never happened with my brother. Right. But that definitely was the conversation my daddy had with me. And because you're groomed on that fear, it becomes real easy to recognize when you're there. And it kind of gets really sad to me at times because it's such the culture that we're in when you have women as well that lack that empathy, that spew that same language out. Like, well, why did you go over there? Here's the thing. If I get too drunk and I lose my keys, that's on me. Mm -hmm. I get too drunk, I break a glass in the club, my shoe falls off. You know, I broke my shoe. I got to do better. I should not have to think that if I drink a little too much, that someone gets to invite themselves into my body. Like, I don't know why that goes hand in hand here. I don't know why mm -hmm. we don't want to call that. There's a video of a woman being raped. Yeah. In a club. Mm-hmm. And even the fact that it's shared the way it was shared, you know, it, it, by itself. The disregard is astonishing. And we more so are like, wow, that's crazy. And we'll right. talk about the next topic the next day. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not that, like... Cause that happens is that it's not something and as women if we express disgust outrage we're crazy mm -hmm. we're loud we're bitter this podcast topic right itself is going to be like listen to y'all knowing that we back men for sure absolutely but this is a real thing yeah like i i check women all the time like y'all got to do better but on this one Fellas, y'all got to do better. You got to. You got to. You, it, she don't have to be your sister. She doesn't. Like, literally, if you see a chick at a club that's, that's that drank too much, you don't have to be the dude that's like, let me make a come up. You could definitely be the dude that's like, let me get her in this Uber. Let me help her girls get her to the car. You can be that dude. <laughs> you can be that dude. Like, there's... It takes nothing. Right. The same effort to be a slime. Yep. It takes to be a good person because you don't never want your sister to call you and say, something bad happened to me last night. Yeah. So why do you want to be the dude that's the reason for the phone call? And because you guys tolerate it, you're never going to get the phone call. Like my cousin, who faithfully, I know listens to this podcast, he's going to hear this and I'm going to get a message like, who the hell did what? Exactly. It's because the women that walk around beating themselves up and internalizing their missteps because we're afraid of what you're going to get back on the outside. Mm -hmm. Because that's what it would be. Well, I mean, you was there, you wanted to do it. So that, that meant I was okay to get recorded because I showed I was there. I, that just came with it? Oh, okay. Cool. I just want us to do better as humans. Mm -hmm. Like on the, on the other podcast, when I said about me being a side chick, the reason why I look at it completely different 
not on a woman to woman, but on a human to human aspect. You cannot just treat human beings that way. Mm -hmm. It's not okay. And it needs to be talked about. And you need to start having conversations with your little boys Mm -hmm. and telling them, dude, don't treat females like that, regardless if they're a sister, your mom or not. All of them. And I think people don't realize there's a domino effect that happens when human culture decides to start treating people better. Right. It just makes you a better person, period. You done being fired up? I'm done. You feel better? I do. I've digressed. Because you know what? It felt better to talk it out because y'all, where I was, woof. Just talking about women any kind of way. It's, it's just so disheartening. And I and it's just it's so disheartening and I saw it and I was like, This is so casual and because I'm on this journey of pouring into myself, of loving in myself, I see it in a different lens now of how tolerated it is to be so disregarding to mm-hmm. women. And because I'm learning to love myself more, it definitely stands out when that ain't the room for me. And I see it how often we're expected to just be okay with how we're talked about how there are some men that will just argue the viewpoint of a trash man because he's a man and just find every way to fault a woman because she's a woman absolutely if it's talking about anything if you're talking about a breakup if you're talking about any discrepancy between a man and a woman, they will find a way to argue through what that man did because they're holding such venom to women. Yeah. And I now can firmly know that's not okay. That's not because you're a dude. That's just not okay. Hey, I need y'all to uh, figure out who hurt you. If you got issues with your mom, go talk to a counselor or a therapist. If you got issues with your sisters go talk to a counselor or a therapist. If you got issues with an ex, go talk to a counselor or a therapist. If you got an issue with the girl from seventh grade who mm-hmm. embarrassed you and laughed at you in front of everybody, go talk to a counselor or a therapist. Like, you got to work through those issues because harboring them doesn't make you uh, strong. Right. It definitely makes you weak because if you, if you were strong, you'd work through it. Yes. And that may mean you need to talk to somebody about it. You don't get to project it out on people um, however you feel. Right. The disregarding factor because it helps you not have to deal with your own stuff. Nobody wants to deal with their own stuff. Never. I I would love to talk about your stuff. (laughs) And I would love to talk about all the things that make you a terrible person. But we definitely not going to touch on mine. It's not about me. It's about you. And that's why this podcast exists because we had that that wasn't gonna work <laughs> that wasn't gonna work for growth so what what would be i feel like we've touched on so much what's your major takeaway on this topic figure out who hurt you mm-hmm. and address it because men who have strong relationships with women or men who have a high regard for women don't allow things like that to happen because there are men out here who do not think that that's cool. Mm-hmm. Then you have the ones that are indifferent. Mm-hmm. And then you have the ones that don't want to seem uncool. Right. So 
I need you to figure out who hurt you, what woman did it, and work through it. Mm-hmm. I want to know why you think women are so trash to the point where this type of disregard and activity towards them is acceptable because mm-hmm. it's not. And my second one would be when you see something happening and you don't say something, mm-hmm. that's a response. Yep. Not saying something is a response and saying something is a response. I'm not saying you got to do something. I'm not saying you got to call the police and report it. I'm not saying you go to the chick and be like, hey, this is happening. But just looking at the dude and saying, hey, that's weak. Mm-hmm. Don't show me nothing like that again. Because if he showed you a picture of a 12-year-old, you'd have a problem with it. But because she's not a little girl, she has, you have no consideration for her at all. Mm-hmm. That's not okay. Right. That would be mine. I think mine is um, challenging yourself to look at things from the human-to-human perspective versus the man-to-woman. I think there are some things that just are environmental that we've, just how as little girls we were trained to be prepared to not be raped or attacked. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's just the known. There's some things where that were passed down by society, passed down because of our families, our upbringing. I think it's important as you continue to grow and Mm -hmm. evolve and the person you are, you want to be and heal yourself from things and address things. Don't hold on and keep that there just because it's been there. Deal with that and address it as, Hey, that's not cool, and that's not right. Most men, I think it's how you notice, too, that men who mature and find women that they love and they really want to spend time with and build a family with, and that becomes a priority to them, naturally shift away from certain people that they used to hang with because it just wouldn't work. And for those who don't and try to force that, you have to be honest with what you're keeping around and allow- allowing. Some people feel like if I'm not doing those things, but I know this person does, mm-hmm. it's I'm a better person. And that's kind of the part where we've talked about in other episodes of, of this podcast of highlighting the good stuff and minimizing the trash right. to keep it around. Because yep. you feel good like, no, he talks... He calls, he don't talk about women without saying the B word. I don't talk like that. But you talk to him all the time. And you ain't not one time said to him, hey. Hey fam, chill out. Chill out with that. Nope. Well, he's a grown man. He can do what he want to do. He can. But so can you. Yeah. And you don't have to. You don't have to be a part of it. You don't have to be a part of it because it's out of respect for you. He'd have to think about it. And and, And what type of change and effect that that would cause. It's, it's even for... Well, wh- even if you say it to him and he don't stop, though. At least you said something. Yes. Yes. You've made it known that you don't agree because your lack of acknowledgement looks like and don't. Absolutely. Um, and lastly, y'all have to let go these unbiased, unrealistic, made-up unicorn expectations that women are not human and we have this un charted (laughs) mental level to reach 
you will not have sex with other people. I will have definitely been your first. And if I wasn't your first, I was your second. And the other guy died the, in a fire. And I'm the most important. <laughs> and I know you've been hurt, but I need you to function as if you never have been. And I need you to be able to... Even though I function, like I've, I've been, been hurt. hurt. Yes. <laughs> it, it's, it's, you have... We have to function with love. And a woman who... Women who value you. Women who are growing and loving themselves mm-hmm. will know how to love you. You don't have to put up a guard that says I have to be harsh and disregarding to women because I think there are women out there that aren't going to be loving to me. Right. That's not fair. And I need to jab first. <laughs> and I'm just going, just in case, I'm going <laughs> to stay ready. Not for that. Because if you stay ready for that, that's what you're going to get back. Yep. That's how that works. So... Look at it. Deal with it. Don't ignore it. But it's a real thing. Y'all got to do better. Yeah. Yeah, just, you know, men and women, we all got to do better. But, fellas, this one was for you. Yeah. Y'all got to do better. (laughs) I think that's about it. Yep. You good? Yep. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.